hey, this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now. But if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Begsy, I, you know the deal. I've been a loser for most of my life, right? For real. You, you've been a loser too for most of your life as well. You, you cheer for the same team I do. We fell in love with sports with that same fucking team. We've been losers. And things are a little different today because I feel as if I want to be a loser real bad. Like, it's the only thing that matters to me because I'm totally fine if the Canucks just lose every game the rest of the way out because none of this shit matters. None of this shit matters. Begsy, call me back. Good morning. How's it going? Oh, man. I, uh... Your voice will take me to another place, man. It's, uh, I'm at a loss for words, just like Rick Tockett. Oh, man. You heard the voicemail. <laughs> you, you heard the truth. And you're understanding that none of this matters. None of this matters. The only thing that really does matter is the future, okay? I know for, for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, we, we as humans, you know, we, we talk about the importance of, of the present, the present moment. Today, this minute, this second, that is what matters. But I truly believe with the Vancouver Canucks, it fucking doesn't. I get it. You know, new coach, implement the system, change the culture, blah, blah, blah. Dude, you got a summer to do that, okay? You got a training camp to do that. This season, the only thing that matters is continuing to lose lose games and have a better chance at drafting Connor Bedard because he, he's that guy. He's that guy. He's that guy. For real. He just... He, he He's the only reason to hope that things will change sooner than we believe for the Vancouver Canucks. Real talk. Yeah, I mean, I think the best case scenario for the Canucks is, again, to lose as much as possible. Um, but you kind of want to see the... You do want to see some improvement, perhaps, from at least the key players that are going to be here long term. Uh, last night in Seattle was, I think, their worst game of the season. Dude. I mean, <laughs> it last was shellac, man. Last night did not matter. It did not matter. But good point, though. I like the point that you're making about those players sticking around who are going to be there with Bedard, supposedly, in the long run. Yeah, you want those changes to be made. Let me ask you a question. Who, Who's there with Bedard in three years, four years, when the team is... Probably a lot better, not just better, but a lot better. Like who's who's with them out of this court? Because you could you could make the argument that there's maybe maybe three players, two maybe four. Who's there? Uh, let's see, uh, JT Miller, Oliver Ekman Larson. Oh no, I forgot, dude. <laughs> I forgot, dude. Uh, no, it's uh, I I honestly have no idea. I, I do think. You know, you can make an argument for even the core guys, like Pedersen, Hughes, and Demko. Like, are they going to be around? It's, uh, it's a fair Whoa. question, especially with Pedersen and the contract being up. Dude. But honestly, with this management team and what they've said, I think more guys are going to be around than we'd probably like. Like, I see Kuzmenko will probably be here long-term, Miller being here long-term. I, don't, I just I wonder if they have a stomach for an OEL buyout. I, I think it's the only option. But uh, who knows? Maybe it's a team... You know, is it trying to be good next year? Maybe they don't buy him out. I'm, I'm not quite sure. I, 
uh, so many things going through my head about this hockey team, man. But I think that the main thing is just the, the complete loss of hope. You know, I, I, even a few years ago, like, do you remember that overtime game? Quinn Hughes just got called out. Brock Besser, Elias Pedersen, they're all out there. And uh, John Shorthouse is like, future is now, folks. LA. And they're going out there ripping it up. Exactly. They're going out there ripping it up in 3-on-3 OT. And even though the days were dark back then, you know, there was, there was some hope. And uh, it's... I guess it's almost four years later, and that hope is completely dissipated, you know? It, it doesn't a, even feel like four years, but, um, yeah, just the team, even with the star power they have, it just seems absolutely directionless. It, it, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, things will get better. We're getting Bedard, and Hughes and Pedersen will definitely be around for that time where the Canucks, again, are a lot better. And I I, I don't know. And I know we said it in the past, right? How could How could... Things not change with Discord, Besser, Pedersen, Horvat, Hughes, Miller. Look at this top not You know, I, I know we've said those things before, but I got to say something similar, but not really. Again, that's not going to happen when the core is Bedard, Pedersen, and Hughes, plus whomever. And I think a lot of things are going to change for this team when Pedersen is at the top is that guy in that room, for real, because I feel as if having that dude, and I'm, I'm not saying Bo Horvat does not work hard. I mean, he's going to do well wherever he goes because of his work ethic as well, but having Pedersen at the top of the pecking order, I think I think there's a way for the culture really to begin when that happens starting next season. It would just, again, come sooner, come sooner. The ultimate goal of getting a lot better, a lot better, being respectable in the league if Bedard gets here because he's going to save... He's going to save us at least a year, you know, a year, right? Maybe maybe the Canucks aren't good, good again for seven, six years, five years. But if we get Bedard, I feel as if there's a better chance that we'll be elite again in four years, you know, for real. And that year matters, okay? Uh, yeah, I love your optimism this morning, man. I don't know what, uh, what ganja are you dipping into? Just lose. It's, uh... Just lose. Just lose <laughs> games, bro. Just lose games. Just lose. I mean, you know, you know that they just played Chicago, right? And uh, if, I don't know if you were watching that game, but Chicago is pretty fucking bad. Dude, I feel as if the city would respect. But it's, it's, it's not about. It's not about getting. Okay, it's, it is about getting the first overall pick. Actually, it's about increasing your chances. You know, I think if the Canucks can do that, ironically, respectful, respectfully, they'll like the city will. No, just be cool with that. At least we tried, you know? At least we tried. Yeah. At least we tried. I honestly, I, I do wonder if they got a bit of self scan going on right now. I think I mentioned this to you before, but, you know, having Potholes and Hogbinder up here right now would make this team better. You could argue having Rathbun up here would make this team better. But more importantly, you look at some of the ice time uh, the guys are playing. I mean, Myers and Ekman Larson have logged a lot of minutes in two games under Tockett. Henderson's ice time and Hughes' ice time has decreased a little bit. Yeah. Um, Maybe they are just going for the self tank right now, man. Honestly, I mean, Bull Horvat was up at like 24, 25 minutes against the Blackhawks. Are they trying to showcase this guy, you know? Um, and maybe I, I, I do. Go ahead. No, yeah. no, no, no. Sorry, go ahead. My bad. I was going to say, yeah, with all these moves, uh, when you when you kind of consider all those all of those things, I do wonder if they do have a bit of a self tank going on right now. And conspiracy theory here, but maybe Demko could play if these games actually mattered, you know? Maybe he'd be back sooner. 100%. Maybe, maybe yeah. there's no, no point, you know, in a week or two to bring him back because, again, there's, 
there's there's no point. I don't know. I just I just don't yeah. see it. You know, you don't even. Have it was it was, it was, a, it was a six week injury timeline. He's been out for eight weeks, and we haven't heard a thing or seen him at practice at all. <laughs> you know, and without, no update, no nothing. And it, it's funny, like this season, it's such a bizarre year, such a bizarre year, because with them, they had the worst goaltending in the league this season, and without them. The rest of the way, it's that's gonna continue. You know, it's gonna really, really continue, and just an off year for Demko. Let him just, ah, uh, dude. It's like I just feel as again. There's no point of bringing him back. Just let him do his thing. I say that openly, but the dude seems like a competitor. If he was good to go, he. I feel like he'd do anything to get back in. But maybe he yeah. understands too. Like you know, he. I said he's a competitor, right? He's a competitor again. How can, how can I compare my competitive nature to, to a professional athlete, right? Because they're really in the field. They know what they're doing. But I feel as if if he was a quote-unquote true competitor, he seems like a smart guy. I've said it many times. This guy seems like he reads some books, okay? He's a stoic. He's just a calm guy. He's probably seen it too. Like, yo, dude, if, if we get the first overall pick, things will actually be a little bit better sooner. 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 Not right away, but sooner because Bedard is that good. And, again, maybe I shouldn't be putting this out there because – Sometimes shit happens, but fuck, this ain't my fault. It, I feel as if the Canucks, for real talk, if they, they continue to struggle like this next season where there's no sign of anything coming, because, again, this team's in cap hell. It's not like they have a surplus of draft picks, prospects. You know, like I feel as if there could still be a lot of doubt around this team 12 months from now. Again, why why is Patterson signing long-term, you know? Like, that's, a, that's, a, yeah, that's, that's a scary thing. So I, I, I really want Bedard to just kind of – solidify that that fact because i think if bedard come comes around Patterson's not going anywhere because he's a smart guy too for real for real these guys want to yeah. win and you can win more games with bedard again i haven't said it once i don't it's not about winning it is about winning the stanley cup don't get me wrong but you have to get to a point where you're at least respectable again and year in and year out there's no doubt that you're at least going to be in the dance slash be towards one of, you know being one of the favorites and bedard he does that especially Especially if he enters this team where there's a lot of bad contracts and dead money and just weird things going on. That being said, I know things kind of clear up a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit over the next couple of years, but then not again, really, because then they got to sign Patterson. Oh, man, this is, this is crazy, dude. This team is the most bizarre team in sports, man. They should not be where they are. If you really, Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll run. Uh, there's two things I want to ask you quick. We did a Nuxville Conduct Roundtable recently, and Ken posed these to, to the group. Uh, the first one was, is there anything the Canucks can do to make you lose your fandom? You know, because, again, it's one of the most poorly run teams in the NHL. And my answer was, you know, they're already, there's so many things that they've done to make me hate this team. But at the end of the day, we grew up as Canucks fans. Exactly. You and I, I think, have the same answer. We'll always want the team to succeed. We're not going anywhere. Uh, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. We're not uh, going and, the sec- and the second thing he, was, he asked was, do you have a second team that you cheer for? <laughs> I think I know your answer on this one. (laughs) Obviously you do. And it's funny how you bring that up because it wasn't that long ago where I broke up with the Canucks or entered in an open relationship. You know, like I told, I told the Canucks like, yo, I gotta, I gotta see what else is out there. And I started, I started fucking the Colorado Avalanche. Right. And you know, just, I thought I could do it, you know, be in the open relationship game, but I couldn't do it. You know, even I I took that dabble, but there's no such thing in my life as a real second team that just not going to be the case. And, Again, like it or not, love it or not, hey, we're Canuck fans forever. For real. We signed up. Yeah. We're here. And I, I'm just tired of losing with this team. And one step at a time, I like, get to the point where there's hope. 
every off season, every time September rolls around, there's just hope, you know, hope in there, something for the city to do, to escape to. And yeah, there's, there's no real joy in the city regarding the hockey team. Now, I feel like those people are in the super minority, like in the 1% who are hopeful for things. Real talk. Yeah, yeah, it's tough, man. Uh, that's why I, I do have a couple other teams that cheer for, man, Whoa. to be honest with you. What yeah, the it's... fuck, dude? Yeah, man. Uh, I've never told you. I've told you about this before, but, no, uh, you know. I and whatnot, like, because you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. I, I want to see Canadian teams win, but, uh, you know, oh, fuck Toronto, fuck God, Edmonton, dude. and fuck Calgary. Fuck those teams. They can, uh, they can all eat shit. But, uh, yeah, Winnipeg, Montreal, and Ottawa, uh, those are the teams I cheer for. And then, ironically, you know, my dad's from Winnipeg, my mom's from Montreal, my wife's oh. from Ottawa. So, okay. I got to tie to each of those cities, man. So, I'm, uh, I'm always happy to see any of those teams succeed. And uh, right now, the only team who's got a shot this year is Winnipeg. So, uh, go Jets, go. I'm, I'm, I'm just so shocked <laughs> right now, dude. I shouldn't be shocked because you're Trevor. You know, you're Seattle. You're a big Seattle Seahawks fan and New Orleans Saints fan. Yeah. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if you cheer for another team in that league, for real. Now you got four teams in the NHL. <laughs> but, bro, this is what happens, right? When the Canucks aren't satisfying you, for real, when they ain't doing it for you, when when they aren't respecting you in your time, dude, it opens that door up. And, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go in completely on you. I gotta think about that, because I can't really blame you completely, because here I am at a low point, too, because I'm really, really, really cheering for the Canucks to lose games. I'm, Dude, like I'm full tank mode. You know, I'm I am watching games on Yo. the left monitor. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I am watching games on the left monitor, and let's say Columbus scores tomorrow, dude. I might like fist bump under the table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I might fist bump in the media booth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to hide it. Everyone would understand. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh bro. Okay. Let's get out of here, bro. <laughs> All right. Talk to you tomorrow, man. Peace.